And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. DirecTV gives you access to apps like Netflix and live sports right next to each other. I don't get it. Let me put it in pigeon terms. It's like that one amazing dumpster with the old fruits and cardboard all in one place. How am I supposed to keep up with illustrative metaphors when you are making me so hungry? Get live TV and streaming apps together without a satellite. Visit directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet-connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on DirecTV. Terms and restrictions apply. 15. On today's Fantasy Baseball in 15, we'll talk about a couple of Giants who are coming up big and AJ Alexi's early dominance. Like death and taxes, Dodger's been a Dodger. <laughs> I have not had uh, three cold brews uh, yet. It works great in a fantasy. I'm just glad I am not at the dentist. Fantasy Baseball in 15. On The Athletic. Welcome to Fantasy Baseball in 15, presented by Tops. Check out Tops Project 70, celebrating 70 years of Tops baseball cards. Michael Beller and Al Melchior here with you on Tuesday, September 7th. We start, as always, with the news and notes. Mike Yastrzemski scratched to Colorado with a stomach illness. Kiber Ruiz did not play on Monday against the Mets because of a bone bruise in his knee. Tarek Skubal lifted after just 50 pitches against the Pirates, and he's going to have his innings limited rest of season. Al, is that going to maybe enter into your calculus when his starts come up the rest of the way? Oh, big time, big time, because, uh, you know, this was not really a a useful start from a fantasy perspective for Scooble, and we can't really rightfully expect going forward that he's going to be going more than three or four innings in any given start. So it's unfortunate because he had been on a nice roll lately. Yeah, definitely, but uh, a guy who will be excited about in 2022. Michael Pineda was was activated and piggybacked with Bailey Ober at Cleveland. Luis Heal likely to get a start on Wednesday against the Blue Jays. Clayton Kershaw could return on Sunday. That would have him lined up against the Padres. He's been dealing with a forearm issue. Charlie Morton signed a one-year $20 million deal with Atlanta. That includes a team option for 2023. A very nice year for Charlie Morton. A 3.47 ERA, 185 strikeouts in 158 innings. And Boston signed Jose Iglesias. Let's get to Monday's standouts. Max Scherzer does so in a big, big way. 13 strikeouts across eight innings. Against St. Louis, gave up just one unearned run on six hits. Al, could you make an argument that he's the number one pitcher next season? I probably can't just because, uh, you know, the age, the the innings uh, that are going to be a concern, you know, missing time here and there. But just looking at how Scherzer stacks up this year, I mean, just a hair behind Walker Bueller in terms of roto value uh, season to date so far. And actually, I like Scherzer's peripherals a little bit better. Uh, just, you know, more swing and miss, more strikeouts. Uh, and even in terms of a concern about innings, he's not really that far behind some other people that are high up on the pitcher value leaderboard. For example, Brandon Woodruff, um, fewer innings, but not that many fewer than Woodruff, uh, a number of others in the top 10 there. So that uh, is obviously something we've got most of offseason to think about, but I just don't hear a lot of that discussion. There has been a lot of discussion about Bueller, uh, and I think rightfully so. I think, you know, DeGrom, Probably remains in that conversation, but I think Scherzer at least belongs in the conversation. 
Yeah, pretty unbelievable that uh, he is now tied with Randy Johnson in career starts with at least 10 Ks and zero walks. They're atop that lifetime leaderboard. Zach Wheeler, another great start. Six shutout innings, struck out nine against the Brewers, gave up five hits and no walks. This has become par for the course or something of par for the course for Zach Wheeler. A great, great season for him. Hunjin Ryu had a uh, also a good start. Six shutout innings of his own, struck out six, gave up just three hits against the Yankees. So two guys in big spots coming up big, Wheeler and Ryu, and these are uh, the expectations I think we have for them the remainder of the season. Certainly that is the case for Zach Wheeler. How about AJ Alexi though, Al? Because this is a guy who has just shattered all expectations. Another huge start for him on Monday. Six shutout innings of his own. One hit, two walks, and seven strikeouts against the Angels. When you look at the body of work that he's put together, Al, what are you thinking for the remainder of the season? I'm really not that optimistic, and I'm not even really thinking that far ahead in terms of remainder of the season. If we just look ahead to next week, he currently lines up for a two-start week, and you would think that with this kind of debut from him, just two starts right out of the gate, uh, both very, very good outings, um, particularly in terms of just the fantasy numbers, uh, that would get you excited. But next week, he's got home starts against the Astros and White Sox. That is a very, very hard landing, and... um, as opposed to facing the Rockies in Arlington for his major league debut last week, then the angels who have really scuffled offensively without Mike Trout and Anthony Rendon. And if you look just a level deeper beyond the surface stats, he is getting swing and miss at a decent rate, 11.4% over those two starts. Everything else is a little bit suspect, Michael. He's not getting chases. He's not pitching in the zone. That's a dangerous combination right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this particular start, allowing quite a bit of contact on pitches that were in the zone. So, yeah, I, I think I'm shying away from Alexi. All right. I mean, the Houston and White Sox back-to-back starts definitely could have anyone uh, very concerned. I mean, you would start Max Scherzer against those teams, but hey, it's not the teams you would want him to be facing. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's going to be a almost certainly a first-round playoff matchup unless, um, I guess it would have to be Houston chases down the Rays, but we're almost for sure going to be seeing the Astros and White Sox facing one another in the first round of the playoffs. So definitely a step up in competition level for A.J. Alexi when he gets those two teams next week. Tyro Estrada, another guy who is putting together a nice little hot run here, hit two more home Homers on Monday now has six on the season and a 273, 328, 464 slash and 119 plate appearances so far for Estrada. Is he someone who you think should be on teams the rest of the way? I think deeper leagues and you know, I wouldn't be quick to dismiss this performance either because you can say it's a course field, but um, you know, he was putting up some pretty nice stats even before this game. And getting a lot of playing time uh, now with uh, Wilmer Flores and Donovan Solano out. So I think as long as uh, those two or even one of the two is out of the lineup, Estrada probably stands to to continue to play uh, pretty close to regularly. So, yeah, I think 14-teamers and deeper, he needs to be on the radar. Darren Ruff, another guy who's been on our radar really all season. I feel like maybe he's gone a tiny bit under the radar, though, just because of what his teammates around him have done and what that team as a whole has done. But Ruff is a huge part of that story in San Francisco as well. Two for four uh, yesterday with his 15th homer of the season. He's now hitting 280, 403, 547, and 273 plate appearances this year. I think of all the out-of-nowhere uh, performances that we've seen from that team, you could argue that Ruffs is at the top of the list, Al. 
<laughs> pretty close for sure at, at a minimum. And I will say that uh, when I saw that this was his 15th homer, I was a little bit surprised that that total wasn't actually higher uh, and roughly hasn't been hitting a lot of home runs lately. So good to see him get back in that column. But, you know, if nothing else, he's just is getting on base at a fantastic pace, uh, like uh, Estrada playing very regularly lately. Uh, and I think that actually the the opportunity for Ruff to play close to every day is there. Um, longer term I mean such as it is and what's left of the season so yeah I like a lot OBP leagues I, I think rough is a must add and uh, you know everywhere else somebody to consider you know who else is going to get a ton of playing time the rest of the way out is Brad Miller and probably I mean seems like maybe he should have been getting that playing time all season because every opportunity he's been given he has hit and he's given another opportunity here with the Reese Hoskins injury and once again he is hitting for Philly a pair of homers on Monday up to 17 on the season in that limited playing time went three for five to me this feels like a guy who is a pretty easy ad Al in pretty much any league where he's sitting out there on the waiver wire. Yeah, I'd say pretty close to Mustad, a literal Mustad. I mean, I think we can maybe exclude some shallower leagues. And I think that the biggest uh, impediment to Miller really being productive enough to be a, a literal Mustad is just that I don't see him playing a lot versus lefties. But uh, as we've said, uh, I know on some recent episodes, Miller's somebody who you know doesn't necessarily have to play every day to put up big power numbers. We've seen that this season. We've seen that in the past. We saw it on uh, Monday. So... Uh, yeah, I like the idea of adding Brad Miller, possibly even in, in 12-teamers. Yeah, I think he's definitely on the radar across the board, even though maybe he's not a total must-add in 12-ers. I think you could definitely make an argument that he should be on a team in those leagues as well. Jorge Polanco, his 27th homer of the season, went 4-for-5 for with that homer and three doubles, 32 doubles, 27 homers. I mean, a great season amidst everything that's going wrong in Minnesota. Let's not lose sight of what Jorge Polanco is doing because it is going very, very right for him, Al. It really is. And I took it just a closer look uh, after this four hit performance, uh, but just you know, checking it every time he has a big game saying, well, what's what's different this year? Because a lot of things don't look that different. Uh, he's he's hitting the ball a little harder, but it's still not the, the type of, you know, exit velocity or barrel rate that you would expect from somebody who's uh, careening his way towards a 30 homer season. Uh, but he is just pulling fly balls at, at a much higher rate than he's had over the bulk of his career. So that, that'll do it. <laughs> that'll work. And it's produced some really great results for Polanco. Yeah, it really, really has. And let's give him the kudos that he deserves. How about Frank Schwindel getting the kudos that he deserves? Now in an eight-game hitting streak in that time, 15 for 34 with six home runs, getting a chance to play every day in Chicago. And not only that, Al, but a real opportunity to uh, audition for a major role on this team in 2022. And I would say at this point, you know, depending what the Cubs do in the offseason, he might have it. Yeah, he's doing everything he can to really solidify a role for uh, 2022. And, uh, you know, kind of a similar profile in a way to to Polanco. Like it, the, the power that he's been generating it, at first glance seems a little bit suspect. But uh, I think, you know, maybe due for a little bit of regression over the final weeks, but, but not to the point where you would certainly be looking, I think, to drop him at any point. So and if you haven't added him, I think, uh, yeah, now is the window. Yeah, probably a fantasy fixture for the remainder of the season. And Adelberto Mondesi could be in that uh, group as well. Two steals as a pinch runner against Baltimore. So we know what he can do. He's still that dangerous. The playing time might not be what you want it to be, but still very, very dangerous when he gets on base. Really quick on Mondesi, Al. You know the playing time is off and on, and that's just how it's going to be the rest of the season. 
in a vacuum, is he a guy who you're plugging into your starting lineups in a weekly lineup on Monday? In uh, shallow or maybe even 12-team leagues, it's going to be absolutely need-dependent. So, And the mm-hmm. obvious need would have to be steals. Yeah. <laughs> so he can produce those. As we saw in this game, he can produce them even if he doesn't start. Uh, but uh, if I'm looking for other types of categorical needs, then, yeah, I think Mondesi for me is probably 14 teams and deeper. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. All right, let's hit up Tuesday's streamers now. Al, Eric Lauer against the Phillies. Jake Odorizzi against the Mariners. Willie Peralta gets the Pirates. Drew Rasmussen in Boston taking on the Red Sox. Jackson Kowar gets the Orioles at Camden Yards. Edward Cabrera at home against the Mets. Who do you like to stream on Tuesday? Uh, not not too much. I think actually Peralta is probably my favorite here. That Pirates matchup is arguably the best one for pitchers uh, right now and has been certainly one of the best all season the long all season long. And uh, you know Peralta is not going to help you most likely with strikeouts even against the Pirates, but uh, gets a lot of grounders. So that should be good enough for that matchup. So I like him. And uh, I'd say maybe Eric Lauer a distant second, but uh, he certainly has overperformed lately. The uh, ERA estimators are not really buying the results, uh, but you know, he's kind of been the the, the anti Jorge Polanco with <laughs> that. You know, uh, he's not allowing very many pulled fly balls, and I think that that's gone a long way towards the success that he has had. So it'll be interesting to see those two match up against each other. 
yeah, it definitely will be interesting to see those two match up against each other. And it uh, it helps lead us into our gambling spotlight to wrap things up for this episode of Fantasy Baseball in 15. I've got a couple of uh, games catching my eye here today, Al. Uh, the big one is between uh, the Rays and the Red Sox in Boston. They're, it's one of a number of games uh, that are both to have both teams sitting at minus 110. You've also got the Phillies and the Brewers in that mix as well. And um, I, I think I like the Rays here. I, I like Drew Rasmussen. I like the way he's thrown the ball recently. And I just like the way that uh, the Rays are, are going recently, quite frankly. Eduardo Rodriguez on the other side of this game for Boston. You know, we talk about him in a fantasy context because of the way that he can miss bats. And he's certainly done that this season, 156 Ks. But he's also hittable. When he's when he is getting hit, he is getting hit pretty well. And that's to the tune of a, an ERA near five and a whip up above 1.35 for this season. And so I think this Tampa offense with the way it's going right now with what it did yesterday and coming back to win that game against the Red Sox, I think they can really get to him. So to get these teams both at minus 110, I feel like that's a little bit underselling uh, the the fact that the Rays are just quite simply have proved it, the better team. Just the better team than Boston. We thought they were coming into the season. Boston had that great first half. We've seen the Rays totally flip the script in the second half, and they're now uh, essentially running away with not only the AL East, but the best record in the American League. And to see them, again, sitting at even odds with the Red Sox is a bet that I want to get in on. So that's the one that really jumps out at me. That's the one that I am going to look at here. Give me the Rays minus 110 on BetMGM against the Red Sox to pull even further ahead in that AL East. And that's going to do it for this episode of Fantasy Baseball in 15. Rate, review, subscribe, all of that fun stuff as we are winding down this Fantasy Baseball season. We're back with you on Wednesday. We'll talk to you then. 